Good morning, everybody. I am Dr. Amanda Matthews. I would like to welcome you to Strive to Aspire's podcast. It is always a pleasure to bring you hope, motivation, inspiration, and encouragement. Here we are on this Friday morning. I might remind you that we made it to the end of the week very quickly. These days are, are passing very fast. And it is such a blessing just to be able to speak with you today. What I'm doing today, I'm trying something new. This is called Coming Out of Darkness. This is a new thing I am trying. And it is basically a segment of my podcast in which I wish to reach out to people who are actually living in darkness. These are people who are, they are in the world, they exist, but they decide to try to stay out of society as much as possible. These are the people that are dealing with suicidal ideation, people that are living with depression, people who have become overwhelmed with life. These are the people who they they need to speak, but they do not speak because they, they are tired of being criticized. These are people who are dealing with abandonment. They are dealing with rejection. They are dealing with, with uh, people being critical of them. These are people who are experiencing high levels of anxiety and just generalizing um, how they feel daily. These are people who actually wake up and they exist, but they don't feel existent because of all of the pain that has probably numbed them along the way. These are people who are still sitting in the valleys and that they're reaching up and they have their hands up and hoping somebody, anybody, would hear them. So. I want to start this segment uh, coming out of darkness because I have been I have been this person. Um, in fact, in my younger adult life, I dealt with with um, just myriads. I've dealt with all types of rejection and abandonment. I've dealt with uh, people being critical of me, and you know, a lot of self-loathing. And that's what I want to talk about today: self-loathing. Self-loathing is that that thing that we do. Uh, that most people do, that self-hatred, that when you look in the mirror and you know God created you to be something beautiful, but you can't see it, all you can see is just everything bad that you see about yourself, or your physical appearance, or, or how God made you, your personality. This is the type of person that I was years ago. And every time something didn't go right, or somebody walked out of my life, or somebody abandoned me, rejected me, didn't like me, decided that I was too different to belong in their circle, I would do a lot of self-loathing. To a certain point, it's, it's sort of understandable to be confused when you are are growing up and you are maturing. You know, you pick yourself apart until you learn the most important parts of yourself and you accept what God created you to be at, whatever that is. You know, you love yourself. And so it took me some years to accept what God created in me. I know when I was in high school, I used to self-loathe, you know, didn't recognize my own talent that I was a singer and a writer and a poet and that, you know, people used to have me write poetry, people used to have me sing, and I wrote for the newspaper when I was a younger woman. But I would self-loathe and hate myself because I was overweight and I used to envy the cheerleaders and envy the, the girls that was on the homecoming court not realizing what God had created in me. So I know that you have a lot of people 
even teenagers and children who deal with self-hatred. They don't like the color of their skin or they don't like their hair. Or society has made them feel that they are too dark, too light, uh, too white, too black, too Asian. However, nose too big, you're too fat, too skinny, you're not tall enough, you're not good enough. And so most of the world has adopted the idea that they are not good enough. And a lot of people do everything to try to please everybody else, knowing that we are placed on this earth to basically be a blessing to people, yet we feel like we are ostracized and society has made us feel like we are nothing. And so I felt like this for many years until I opened my eyes and realized and I really studied who I was. That's why I said that being alone is not always a bad thing because you get the chance to look yourself in the mirror on a daily basis and say, hmm, why don't I like this about myself, God? Why don't I accept that you gave me the gift to sing and that you gave me the gift to write poetry and that you gave me the gift to be who I am freely with no judgment? And so people are afraid to be themselves because they are afraid to be judged. They are absolutely scared and terrified that society will not accept them as a whole individual if they be what God created them to be. And so coming out of darkness is just a segment that I want to do, especially on a Friday, getting close to the weekend where where most people relax, where most people can wind down from the week. And, you know, it's surprising to me and amazing how many people who pretend to be whole, people who pretend and they put on a mask and they say that they are okay, but in actuality, these are the people that are sitting in their homes ready to slit their throats, ready to commit suicide, and they are contemplating the whole time how they wish to exit the earth because they are not fully accepted. These are people that have all of the money in the world. They can buy anything that you name. These are the people who have awesome careers. These are the the people that are what society considers made. These are the people living in the mansions and driving the best cars and having the best clothes on. These are the people who are what people consider blessed. They have a lot of materialistic things, but down on the inside, they are hurting. They wish to be silent. They don't wish to be seen. They feel like they are not seen. These are the people that are in darkness. These are the people that, that, that feel life every day. What I mean by life every day, they are the ones that are self-loathing. Even though they have everything, they are missing that one thing, happiness love but that one thing that they're mostly missing peace without peace how can we truly live without love without happiness without being truly satisfied with who they are and so I've had times where I have not been satisfied with who I am I've had times where I've had a lot of self-hatred I've had times where brokenness from rejection and abandonment and people being overly critical, people overwhelming me because I don't fit society's definition. 
now that I have matured and that I have an understanding or an overstanding of who I am, I am able to tell others that it is okay to be who you are. God designed you exactly how you are. He created you to be what you are. He created you in your own form. I know that there are other women that are more beautiful, more talented, women that will knock me off my feet as far as looks are concerned, as far as talent is concerned. But the thing is, God created me to be exactly where I am, fit for who I am or what I am. I am a writer. I'm a poet. I'm learning to use this um, platform to speak. Most of my communication has been nonverbal as far as evangelizing and reaching the world because I'm a writer. That's what I do. I will be a writer forever. I love it. I'm a writer. I'm a poet. I'm a singer, a songwriter. And words are, are beauty to me. My words, they are beauty. To be able to create a poem is beautiful. To be able to use words to reach people and to make music is beautiful to me. That's the gift that God that God has given me. And that is what I use to glorify him. I'm a writer. And so for many years, I felt that what God had given me was not useful. I felt that I was the worst person in the world. I would look in the mirror. I thought I was the ugliest thing. I would cover myself up wearing a coat to school in the middle of summer. So, you know, I had a lot of of, of mental things going on. I had a lot of mental instability going on because I was a young woman trying to find out who I was, trying to understand who I was, trying to figure out who God created me to be, knowing that I had the gift to write poetry every from the age of seven so I I partially knew who I was words always soothed me words always brought other people joy I would write poetry for other students I would write poetry that 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 touched thousands and thousands of people my words would touch people in my town every time I wrote Uh, an article in the newspaper every time I wrote poetry and I would submit it I would would win poetry contest just that I this is what God created me to be he created me to be a writer and for many years I had to many years I could not embrace that I could not embrace what God had made in me but I'm so glad that every lesson that I have learned has shown me what an intelligent creative being being God created in me. I'm so blessed to be who I am. I'm so blessed that I'm able to use my words to soothe other people, to heal them, to help them, to to bring them out of darkness, to bring them into the light, to show them, hey, look, you're beautiful. You are amazing just the way you are. I know, okay, so you don't look like she does, or you don't talk like she does, or you don't, you don't have a platform like she does, or you're not creative like she is, or, or look at all the people that, hey, be you, do you, do what you do, be what God created you to be, understand what God, the beauty that he created in you. If you are good at making people laugh, be the best at making people laugh. If you are good, if you're a loud talker, let your voice illuminate. 
to help somebody, somebody needs to hear you. No, I'm not as famous as, as, as everybody else. I'm working my way. I don't want to be famous. I want to be useful. I want to be a blessing. I don't have to be famous. If now if God makes me that way and he makes me stand out where I become famous, okay. But I want to be useful. I want to be a blessing. I want to use my talents to help that woman who is sitting home with her small children. She is trying to figure out, is she even worth living? There are so many women, young and old, who are single mothers who can't understand their beauty. As a single mother, most of us, we have it, we have it hard because we have the responsibility of mother and father. I'm, I, I can't speak on single dads because I'm not a man. They can only understand to a certain extent, but... I can speak from a woman's point of view. My experience is being a single mother. And walking into singleness as a single mother, sometimes there is a struggle on many different levels. You have to learn to renew your mind daily as a single mother. You have to wake up and know that you have to be the best example or try to be the best example before your children. Because your children, I know my girls say, I promise you, my girls, they watch my every move. They can detect and they pick up on everything in my life. If I'm sad, they know it. My oldest daughter, she will walk up and look in my face and she'll say, are you okay? And I can't lie, I can't say, oh yeah, all is well. And she'll ask me, well then why do you look sad? We can't as parents, we are examples to our children and our children can pick up on and they can detect the smallest thing. They know every emotion. It's often that they are around you because you are the only parent and they stick to you like glue. They can tell if something is not right with you. They can tell when you're happy. They can tell when you're sad. They can tell when you're overexcited. They can tell when you're anxious. They can tell when you're angry. They can pick it up just by looking at, just by looking at you. They don't even have to ask questions. They were like, Mom, it's okay. Or, Mom, you're, you're upset. Why are you? That's why, as I learned these lessons, I try to present myself daily. Not only for God, but for my children. But I'm so glad that I have had the alone time, the singleness. God knows that I'm ready to settle down now. He knows I'm, I'm ready to move to the next level in my life. That I'm praying for a husband. I thank God for the time that I've had, the lessons that I have learned, that I'm still learning as a single mother. This trying to to date and be a single mother is a is an is definitely an experience. It's not like it's not the same as when I didn't have any children. Um, dating without children is by far a lot easier than dating versus now that I'm a single mother. And as I am going through the process of trying to mingle and trying to date and still realize that the most important thing is my children, it's definitely a process. It's definitely something that I will elaborate on on my podcast later on in, in, in times to come. 
But today I just want to concentrate on those of you who are sitting in darkness. Especially you, you, you women, you single mothers. You are more than enough. You are more than conquerors. I, my love goes out to you. This podcast, I am here to serve you because you are definitely beautiful vessels because God has chosen you or has cho- had chosen you to be mothers, to bring up future generations. We are teachers. We are nurses. Most of the time, we, we, we act as, as psychiatrists. We, we are everything to our children. And so I understand most of the things that you are going through. I understand because I'm a single mother. And who better yet can understand you is someone who has gone through the process or is going through the process. I didn't say that my life lessons were over. I didn't say that I'm, I'm, I'm still in learning mode. I'm still a student to many things. Um, one thing that I'm, I'm a student of that I am constantly viewing are relationship videos. I'm listening to people who are known experts as far as relationships are concerned because most of the relationships in my life as a single mother they either they have failed or I'm you know it's just not a success uh, finding a mate this is a very difficult process for me because of what I've been through because I have been abused and manipulated and and abandoned and rejected in relationships I have to find a place where I can fully trust and you know understand that there is someone out there that not all people are the same so I have to learn to differentiate different aspects and different levels of relationships and I'm 45 years old but because of the experiences that I've had God has to deal with me and take me through the process of gaining more wisdom and knowledge as far as relationships are concerned I know that there are good ones and that I know that that the the advice that I'm receiving is is helping me to understand why relationships work the way that they do. So I'm still a student in many aspects of many things in life. I don't claim to know everything. I am basically talking about my experiences as a single mother and the mind processes that I've had to go through to understand why I had to go through what I went through to get me to the place where I am today. It has not been an easy process. The dealing with being alone sometimes can be a very lonely process. It's it's a difference in when you are alone and satisfied, but there is a process and a time as well where I have dealt with being alone and dealing with loneliness. So I've been on both ends. There are times when I'm satisfied with being alone because I'm an introverted individual a lot. I like my alone time. I like to be able to be alone and write. Um, I get most of my inspiration when I'm alone. I'm also my time with God. Like right now, I'm alone. I'm by myself. The kids are still sleeping. They have a vacation day today and... You know, just being alone in my room, in my own personal space, allows me to be able to process mentally everything that's going on in my life. Uh, What I plan on doing today, 
um, talking about the podcast, working on my book. Um, I'm still in school, so I still have courses that I have to finish. And so just having this alone time right now allows me to mentally process what is going on in my life. And when I first decided to do this, it's not scripted. Everything that I'm talking about is not by script. I do write down um, things that I know I need to remember, like self-loathing is self-hatred. I had to to really sit down and study self-loathing. I, I did that a lot. You know, there are still times where I ask questions to myself about why I hated myself so much. But I'm so glad that God brought me out of that part of darkness. I'm so glad that He brought me out of the self-loathing. He helped me to accept what I am. I'm not like everybody else. I don't compare myself to other women. I don't claim to. I am what I am. I am who I am. I am exactly who God created me to be. And so I'm glad about that. I'm glad to be who I am. I'm proud to be Dr. Amanda Matthews. I'm so sorry. I have uh, problems with my allergies this morning, and they are bothering me this early. But I thank God in all things. But I'm glad to be a Dr. Amanda Matthews. You know, even if, if other people can't see my value, I know what God created me to be. And when you know, you just know, when you know God has created you to be great and you understand who you are, you don't have a problem if people don't accept you. You don't have a problem if you are not the prettiest peach on the block. You don't have a problem if, if you're not like her or you're not like her. Don't compare yourself to other women because God does not, he, hey, they have their own pathway. I try to stay in my own lane and do my own thing and be proud. And, and God will, when it's time for me to be at the forefront and when it's time for me to receive everything that God wants me to receive, I shall receive. I shall receive. And I'm, I'm glad with that. I am so glad with that. I hope that something that I have said will touch you today. I hope that something that I have said will, will bring a bit of wisdom um, about being in darkness. I hope to do this on a weekly basis. I can't promise that I do it every day because I have so many ideas that God is downloading in my spirit until, you know, I just can't keep up with all of the ideas and all of the just I'm so satisfied and I'm happy with all of the poems and the songs and the the articles that he has placed in my spirit and in my heart and I, it's just amazing of the all of the material that I have downloaded and that I'm ready to share so it has been such a blessing to speak with you like I said it's always a blessing to bring you hope motivation and encouragement my goal, even if it's one person at a time, I want to help someone. I want to help people come out of darkness and stop being afraid to accept the fact that they've been abandoned and, and rejected. It's time to really get over. I don't want someone to feel the way that I felt walking around in brokenness and, brokenness and crying every day and having such trouble. So thank you for joining me on Strive to Aspire's podcast. I hope that you have a wonderful, beautiful Friday. 
and a wonderful weekend. Until next time, may God bless you with peace and prosperity. Bye.